This is Paul Keeler from San Francisco Golden Gate Rugby Club. Mike Tolkien from New York Athletic Club, and you're listening to Rugby Matrix USA. It's grand final time, the big decider for Super League 2010, and we have the inside word. Bruce McLean not with us tonight, but we do have the two head coaches from the grand final teams. Yes, hello and welcome to episode 22 of Rugger Matrix USA. Unfortunately, my partner in crime, Bruce McLean, can't be with us tonight. Um, he's looking after his mother and our best thoughts uh, go to you, Bruce at, uh, in New York as uh, you uh, look after mom. In the meantime, we have a massive grand final preview and it's come down to East v West. New York Athletic Club advancing with a 34 points to 7 win over Boston and, of course, San Francisco Golden Gate defeating Life 24-10 in the West last weekend. So from our semi-final preview show to our grand final preview show, Paul Keeler, come on in from San Francisco. Hey, Joe. It's good to be here, and uh, it's always fun to be on the show again. Yeah, good to have you on this week again. And Mike Tolkien, thanks for joining us from Nyack. Joe, always a pleasure to be on the show. I'm happy to uh, be here with Paul and be in this situation. Congratulations on getting through to the final. Uh, let's start with you first, Paul. Uh, we were talking off air, and you said you loved the physicality of the game. And I guess you love the result even better. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, any, any, anybody who knows me um, back when I played and, and through to coaching, uh, w- you know, winning, uh, winning is something that I'm always very happy with. Um, but the, the competition of the game was just amazing. And I can't say, you know, I've said it a bunch of times before. Um, since the game, the, life's defense was fantastic. They really, they really came up and... And we're hitting uh, hitting our big boys, and uh, it took a lot for us to to, to win the game, and and you know it was uh, essentially a, a final. It was the final before the final, so to speak. Well, let's hope you haven't yeah you know, played your game too early. Uh, let's talk to you, Mike, about uh, your win over Boston. We sort of talked about that final before the final with Boston annihilating Denver. Do you think uh, they ran out of steam, or was it a case that your boys were just too good? Well, I think, first of all, with the Boston guys, uh, you know, they, they really had a, a magic season. They, uh, they're a physical team. They're an aggressive team. You know, the coaches, Dymo and Eugene, really got to motivate and playing good, good, hard, physical rugby. So their win wasn't surprising to me. I don't think a lot of people, um, you know, they came in and uh, it was surprising. They did it with 13, 14 guys and that they did it so convincingly. Uh, so that was, you know, that certainly was a bit of a worry for us. Um, did they run out of steam? Uh, I don't know. They came at us pretty hard. Their defense was hard hitting, um, especially early on. And, um, you know, maybe it was a little anticlimactic, you know, certainly that they weren't looking forward to the game. But uh, that was a huge win out on the road in Denver. And so convincingly. Um, but they didn't seem to come into it, you know, in a let up situation, in a let up way. They, uh, they came to play ball. Did you consider the game workmanlike, or was there a lot more to do? Yeah, I mean, the first 25 minutes of the game, it, it was seven nothing. Uh, you know, they they it was a tight game. They had some chances. Uh, 
some opportunities. I think we spent a little more time in their end. Uh, and, you know, that certainly put the pressure on them, especially with some clearing kicks and, uh, and whatnot. But, um, you know, at halftime, it was, uh, it was 21 points and that was enough to make you breathe a little easier, but, uh, by no means was it over. It was certainly into the second, second half. I think about 10 minutes in, kind of started to see the, the wind go out of them a little bit, uh, 10 minutes into the second half. And you're both playing at home, of course. Uh, let's talk about your game, Paul, uh, against Life. Life, we're going to throw everything at you, and I guess that's what you got at the weekend. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we actually, you know, they, they scouted us to the utmost level, and, and they're the most prepared team I've ever seen um, regarding, you know, how they sleep, what they eat, when they arrive at the field. I mean, it's all, it's all weighed and measured to a T. So um, we had a huge battle up front especially around the fringes with as i said before some huge hits and, and anybody who's seen uh you know our front row i think on their own weigh about 900 pounds so uh it's it was a big <laughs> ask of them to uh to do that and we scored first luckily through uh, they just didn't defend the back of the ruck and we just picked up ran straight through well uh, you know what what a ruck that sort of disintegrated and uh we're able to go right right up the guts and, and get a try out of it. So some really good decision-making by a front rower, of all people, to just sort of pick and go right up the middle. Aren't the front rowers the smartest blokes in the team? Uh, well, yeah, this this one, uh, <laughs> uh, Jason Bowden, who's, who, who sort of did it. Uh, this is, you know, last year he won the semifinal for us. He was the first to score in the final for us, and now he comes away with a – you know, setting up a huge try for us. So, I mean, it, it, it's it's a big part of what we do here is, is having everybody be a decision maker. And and, um, and luckily for us, uh, he's a pretty good one. So we, uh, we battled it out and, and, you know, life to their credit, they, they came right back in, uh, you know, late in the second half, scored a try to make the game uh, 14-10. And, and really we had to struggle to come back and, and – Get another try. Here's a test for you both. Uh, I'll start with you uh, in the east, uh, Mike. Uh, have you already managed to do your video analysis, or uh, is that ongoing? Uh, it's an ongoing process. Uh, you're, a, you know, we we've certainly done a, a little bit, but uh, you know, it's it's an ongoing process. Uh, so we are, yeah, we're in the process of getting prepared for it, and uh, you know, we'll be ready to go when time comes to take off. When do you travel? We are traveling Saturday morning. It is easier going west, so at least if you're um, if you're victorious, you you won't mind being a bit hungover going back east. No, I don't think anyone travels uh, mind traveling back home when you uh, when you got the win <laughs> under your belt. But it'll be a big ask uh, against a good Golden Gate team, a strong Golden Gate team. At, at this point, travel is not a uh, you know it's always a little bit of an issue, but with the adrenaline and the grand final ahead of you, makes it a little easier. All right, and um, have you got anything special that you've worked on for the travel and when you arrive? What's your recovery process, etc.? Yeah, well, we try to, uh, you know, in traveling, we, you know, we talk to the guys about, um, you know, certainly getting hydrated, uh, walking around, stretching around, you know, getting things like skins on uh, when they travel, and uh, you know, all the, all the things that teams normally do. Um, and once you get there, just taking care of your body, you know getting out, moving around, and putting the right things into your body. You know, it's, uh, it, it's, 
everything, every little bit of work you can do to prepare is what we try to do. Paul, uh, you mentioned that you like the uh, physicality of the game. As a whole, uh, after you've played uh, the quarterfinals, now the semifinals, you're pretty happy with the standard. Oh, we're very, you know, we're very happy with the standard. We're happy with the way we we've played all year. Um, we we're we're you know, we're a physical team, and we tend to be a, a team that builds momentum as a game goes on, and really try to wear opponents down with with our physicality, but also um, you know with with moving the ball and avoiding contact when we have to. All right, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna ask uh, both of you what you think of each other. And uh, here's your chance to give each other a rap. But I'll start with you, Paul. Uh, Nyack come to you as a as as a clearly well coached team. Um, but uh, what sort of team will you be playing? And and style wise, how do you match up? Uh, well, you know, you asked a question about you know, you know, the video analysis, and you know, this is our second year in the final, and we feel it probably should have been our third because two. You know, the, two years ago, we went out to Nyack and lost in the quarterfinals to them, and they went on to win the championship. So while our goal has always been, in order to win the league, we're the team you have to beat, uh, we haven't forgotten it. So I've probably been watching their films for two years, waiting waiting with uh, bated breath for this opportunity to face these guys again. Uh, because I've I've played against them and coached against them, you know, for years. So it's always fun to coach against people you know and and – there's a bit of that friendly rivalry. Um, plus, uh, if you can get bragging rights over Bruce, not so much Mike. He's <laughs> low-key guy, but if you can stick it to Bruce every now and then, it's definitely fun. Well, I can understand that. Mike, uh, what about you from your point of view looking at uh, San Francisco? Well, San Fran, you have an explosive team. Um, they obviously put a lot of points on the board and have, uh, especially for the last two years, um, Knowing some of the boys who have been around in the uh, around the Eagles uh, setup and uh, good guys, hard players, and they put everything on the line and they have uh, a lot of firepower they can bring out and they can do it very quickly. So uh, you know that's something that we're certainly aware of and uh, you know we respect them for that. They've been doing it for two years straight now. You know in terms of when Paul's been there and so uh, you know it's a, it's a powerful team. It's a formidable uh, machine that that works out there. So I'll ask you, are you going there as underdogs? Uh, I'm sure we are. Paul, are you happy to take the favourites tag? Oh, I wouldn't say we're favourites. When you look at Nyack over you know, the last five years and you look at the amount of points, uh, the, their point differential and, and the, the amount of points of the, uh, that they've given up, you know that they're a very strong defensive team. They drew with life. Um, and... Uh, Bruce and Mike will always get the most out of their players to to play hard hitting defense, uh, like any good New York East Coast team would. So uh, I don't know that we're necessarily the favorites, except for the fact that hey, yeah, we are playing at home. There's probably some advantage to that, um, but I wouldn't necessarily. Uh, I would say this is a pick 'em. <laughs> it's good to see two underdogs playing each other in the yeah. Super League <laughs> final. Nice one boys um well look at uh, you've got the home you've got the home advantage uh, and you, you won the home advantage well yeah uh, you you secured the home venue for the grand final how much how important is it to put on a big show for the day and and a, and a reasonable spectacle and and, and the theater for super league in 2010 paul 
Uh, it, it's hugely important, and and it's not just the final for us. You know, when I when I came out here um, to coach the club, it was very important that we played a style of rugby that people enjoyed seeing. And that's you know, when you look at our 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 point differentials and all the points we scored, we've definitely grown a pretty good fan base. And while you know this by no means is international sort of ticket sales, but when we were getting you know, 200 people buying tickets online for a small little club match when we can't get anybody to buy anything in advance around here. That's huge. And we've, we've already sold about 1,000 tickets. Um, and obviously they keep going up as the, since we've won. So, uh, you know, we expect a, a huge crowd. And, and we, we want, regardless of the outcome, we want to play good rugby, want to represent well, and hopefully everyone enjoys the day and, and – and it's a, like you said, it's a spectacle uh, of the quality of rugby in the U.S. Are you looking forward to the venue, Mike? Well, I've been uh, I've been at Golden Gate a few times, and they they have an excellent setup there. Uh, they they've played host to us um, with the Xavier kids, and um, they, you know we've had meetings. We, we've had a lot of been to rugby situations there, and uh, it's a great place. They do outstanding work. Um, and this is by no means I don't mean this to be a slight. It's San Fran. Because as I said, they have a great setup. Um, I did like the Glendale setup. Uh, I liked the stadium. I thought it was a good venue for this, and it got us on TV. Uh, you know, I'll certainly go on the record because I did. I, I was not happy about being moved from the place that it was. Uh, I thought it was good there. Um, having said that, you know, Golden Gate does a good job, and I'm certain it'll be a good affair and it'll be a good spectacle, and, and they'll do the right thing as they always do. Um, one of the top clubs in the country in terms of their organization and putting on an event, making it a rugby event, which they do so well. What about that, Paul? Yeah. Bit of criticism? Well, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't have a problem with it at all. In fact, uh, I would tend to agree with Mike. Glendale's a fabulous setup. And, you know, if anything, the one reason why we we did sort of put forward, hey, well, you know, why is everyone traveling there was the fact that we couldn't get a commitment that it would be nationally broadcast, um, and I don't necessarily understand why. So the easiest solution would have been for um, someone to really push to get it on national TV, and that's where. And if they did, um, we'd all be flying to Glendale. All right, all right, fair enough. So, um, uh, are you all happy with the referee appointment? Do you expect the game to be played in uh, in in the right way? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Chris has done a very good job. Uh, you know, he, he refed our, our last uh, championship match. He, he refed us um, in the semis, um, or in the quarters, rather. And, uh, you know, he's he's done a solid job, for sure. Paul? Yeah, I, I totally agree. We had Chris at the end of the year, and I, he looks incredibly fit. And the way he's refereeing, I think it will uh, hopefully open up the game and and uh, make it a, a spectacle on the day. All right, so more specifically from each other's team, the style of play you've come up with, the particular moves that you've done at the right time, and maybe the leadership of the key players in the pivotal positions. Well, we have a very young team, but a very experienced team. And when you look at, you know, uh, eagle caps, whether it be sevens or fifteens, you know, we're, we're filled with them. And, and, uh, that experience shows through, you know, a player like Mose Timoteo. He's just a field general, and he conducts, uh, you know, he conducts the troops pretty well, and uh, gets really good go forward out of our forwards. But the style we try to play, we try to play on our feet, 
we play for line breaks and and we look for you know continuity with the ball and um as far as you know when we look at how we play we that's exactly what we look at we look at how many line breaks did we have to how many tries did we have and as long as that percentage is it the right number we're okay with that we know we're going to make mistakes trying to handle the ball and do some things but um we really do try to move the ball and and it it can become very explosive because we do have it uh, a pretty good setup that we will try to make a small line break to a bigger line break and just uh build momentum Line breaks, uh, as Les Kiss often say, uh, Mike Tolkien, that uh, they, they should not be fatal. Um, have you got a system in place that ensures that if your line is breached, that you don't, uh, as Les says, bleed to death? Oh, we certainly try, Kiro. <laughs> um, well, I believe that the uh, a good defense, you need to really be able to scramble. Um, as much as you don't want them to happen, they, they're going to happen. And the, the key to a good defense and keeping people out of your goal is... Uh, is making sure that defenders scramble. And that comes to the bigger picture of a team, you know, playing with heart. Uh, a team who's full of fortitude and full of heart is going to constantly play that way. Uh, and we like to think that we've developed that type of team um, over the years here at NIAC. Uh, these guys start in January when it's snow-covered fields and wind and, you know, that, that, that cold wind is whistling off the, uh, off the Long Island Sound. And, uh, you know, it's what we say to the guys, you know, in the weeks – ending the season. If you guys started in, in the freezing cold, you were out three days a week training, you know, with us as a team in terrible conditions. And I think that builds a lot of character and character translates directly into things like scrambling on line breaks. And that's what we think is the strength of our team, that we are a team that we play for each other and that uh, we'll do what it takes, you know, win, lose a draw. We're going to, we're going to put our bodies on the line and we're going to play as a team. And speaking of line breaks, which was the uh, subject of our discussion on the international show uh, and what happens after that, in the Super 14 final, the Waratahs played, uh, semi-final should say, played against uh, the men from Cape Town, the Stormers, and made a host of line breaks, but they equated to pretty much nil. In fact, they didn't score a try. There is an element of intelligence in in a lot of those uh, manoeuvres because, Paul, if you make your breaks... You've got to make sure you, that you, you have the capability of finishing them off. And uh, what I saw in that game is it was a good lesson, actually, uh, for any team that uh, you can't just make line breaks willy-nilly and not have uh, the smarts to finish it off and have the rest of the team ready to go. Absolutely. Uh, you know, what, what, uh, what a lot of, when, when there's failure in line breaks, I'd say nine times out of ten, um, it's poor positioning and poor alignment on the break. So the man makes a break and nobody gets right in behind him. And when that happens, if that player is to get tackled or anything else, um, the, the whole thing goes, you know, it falls apart. And um, what we try to do is get a man in behind the ball and actually work our alignment off the man who's in support rather than off the man who has the ball. And if most teams did that, I think they would have a greater success on their line breaks um, because then you're two passes away from a breakout. The Super League Grand Final this weekend. Uh, what sort of crowd in the end will you think you get for this, Paul? Uh, we're hoping a bit over 2,000 people, which you know doesn't seem like much. Um, but considering uh, it's a holiday weekend... 
and most club matches wouldn't have anywhere near that. So if we can get somewhere in that two to three thousand mark, uh, we'll be extremely happy. Will you have many supporters making the trip over to uh, San Francisco, Mike? Uh, we will. Yeah, we will. We have some of the uh, classics and old boys coming over. We got girlfriends, wives, uh, family from out in San Fran. So we'll have our little uh, little cheering section. I'm sure it will be nothing in comparison to uh, to uh, Paul's boys, but we'll have our uh, our contingency holding tough. All right, and is, and is everyone fit and healthy? How how are your injury stocks, Paul? Oh, uh, well, you know, it's it's the end of the season. How healthy are you really going to be? Um, it's just a matter of, you know, getting through one more game. Um, there are some question marks, and I, you know, speaking to Bruce, I know that they have some question marks as well. But uh, I think all in all, it's a final, and I think, you, you know, we'll see our uh, the 22 we've had all year make an appearance. Yeah, Mike, I guess everyone will be putting their hand up. Yeah, yeah, everyone's definitely ready to go. You know, if they can walk, they're uh, they're ready to go. Getting their treatment this week, and you know, adrenaline takes you. And, and you know, like we tell them, you go as far as you can, and when you can't go anymore, raise your hand, and we'll get someone else on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just the way it is this time of year. I thought you were talking about Bruce McLean. <laughs> well, <laughs> it fits the description for sure. <laughs> it certainly does. Uh, so this is the super. Uh, Super League Grand Final Preview and we're looking forward to it the uh, San Francisco Golden Gate team up against New York Athletic Club and uh, I think uh, I got a bit of a message through too Mike I hear your high school team was successful too they were they, uh, they played good this o- weekend good uh, I hope so I hope so either that or a, uh, you know at least we got one end of the uh, the, the bill <laughs> But they, uh, they played great this weekend, and uh, I was really happy for them because they had a, a tough injury year and came through a lot. So they, they're really uh, you know, over the moon now, and uh, I'm happy for them. What, what happened? What was the result? Uh, well, we, we, uh, we won three games in, in the National High School Championship, and uh, they beat Gonzaga, a very good Gonzaga team in the final to win it. And uh, that was uh, at, uh, on Saturday at Rio Tinto Stadium in Salt Lake City. Fantastic effort. Now, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, just moving away from the final itself, the U.S. has uh, slipped in the rankings now to number 18 on the IRB rankings list. Romania has now moved into 17th place. Should we be concerned by this first, Paul? I don't think so. I mean, you know, some of that stuff is it's not in your control. You have to worry about, you know, when you slip in the rankings, and Michael, maybe agree or disagree, you have to worry about when you slip in the rankings in the games that you're playing. Uh, while it's never good, but um, at least if, if, you, if you go up in the rankings under your own control, some of those other games happen and you lose, you lose some rankings, there's not much you can do about it, so I don't think you should really get too upset about it. It was a minor, minor fraction of a point, Mike, and the Eagles have a chance to reclaim that spot at the Churchill Cup. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with Paul. I mean, sometimes it's you're sitting idle and other teams are playing and fractions of points are being uh, tossed around. So uh, I think the concern comes when you're ac- actively dropping, you know, spots as you lose. Um, so not, not a big concern. You know, it's always good publicity to be you know, obviously higher, but sometimes there's nothing you can do about it at the moment. And Mike, will the uh, Eagles team be in, or Eagle management be there in force this weekend? Uh, yeah. 
uh, I think they're going to be split. Some of them are going to be uh, doing early duties out in uh, out in Colorado, uh, and some will be out in uh, in San Francisco at the at the match. But uh, I know I'll be in, in San Francisco and then straight away to Glendale. So glad I have the opportunity. <laughs> but this is a moment to shine in front of uh, a good audience, isn't it, for your players? Uh, it certainly is. You know, players uh, can do their, uh, you know, can do their best, put their best foot forward. You know, I'll certainly be there live, and and everyone will be tuned in. You know, all the uh, all the staff and and selectors will be tuned in, looking at this one closely. And Paul, should players be rewarded for a good effort, uh, not only over the whole year, but this game in particular? I, th- I, th- you know. Uh, I have, you know, if you take two different coaches, you'll get different opinions on players. So, it, I don't think uh, that's really an issue. I just think, and I'm sure Mike would agree as well. You know, you, you try to pick the players who are on form, and not all of them are going to come for the Super League. Uh, and and sometimes it's tough. You may have, you could have six centers, and even though our center could be playing well, there's guys who have been in the position before, and um, you know, you, you have to. Sort of go with those incumbents if they're if if they're playing up to form. Um, but that being said, you know if somebody did have a, a blinder of a game and there was some uh, some injuries or whatever, you'd hope that yeah the players who are playing good rugby will will get picked up. And Paul, you mentioned uh, how you've been focusing on Nyack for some time. Um, it's it sounds like you've you've really got a point to prove, haven't you? This week, uh, just a personal one, anyway. Oh, that's, that's not really personal. I just, uh, you know, they're, they're such a well-coached team, and I have a tremendous amount of respect for them, and especially for Mike and for Bruce, that uh, I've, I've always watched their games, number one, because I consider them friends, so I, I like to see what my friends are up to. Um, but, you know, yeah, you know, you don't – the last thing you want to do at the end of the game is shake hands with your friend and go, I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> so, <laughs> So uh, not that not that they're playing, the, it's all on the players at this point. But it uh, it definitely feels better, and I know Mike would agree to shake hands with a smile rather than a frown. No doubt, no doubt about it. Have you saved something special tactically, Mike, for this weekend? Yeah, yeah, we have a couple, you know, little wrinkles. That, you know, at this point, you, you don't want to you know, rock the boat with with new stuff. But uh, you know, most games are going to be won. You know, when you when you have a good team. Um, you know, with fitness and fundamentals and the way you've been playing. And, you know, you always put something up your sleeve for the for the final uh, or in that big game when you know things are going to be pretty even up. And, um, you know, a couple of little things, nothing earth-shattering. Is your plan to steamroll Nyack from the start? And we we always talk about, of course, every team wants to start well. But it should not, that shouldn't be fatal either, should it, um, Paul? No, I mean, we, we, we look to start well. We just look to, uh, you know, build momentum from the get-go. Set our, you know, more than anything, first things first, set your defense, get your set pieces right. And, uh, you know, I have a, because of the way we play, we, we, uh, we'll just keep running the same thing at you and make you defend it for 80 minutes. And uh, so far, teams, you know, teams haven't, haven't been able to do that. And you look at other teams, you know, and by no means I'm not trying to knock them, but sometimes they might do something that's that works. That's what happened to, you know, Seattle. I think they did it to you too as well, Mike. They come out, they do some things that, that create points, then you shut that down, and then they sort of seem confused about what's next. 
And I think if they would have stuck with what they were doing to score points and make you try to defend it for 80 minutes, they they uh, they would probably have a bit more success there. And that's all that we try to do. And I know that uh, Nyack does the same thing for the most part. They're going to play the same game for 80 minutes. Having said that, though, do you do you have a plan B? Uh, <laughs> uh, because uh, this, again, and I'll refer to Super 14 semi-final, is that the Waratahs were criticised for not having a plan B because what they were doing was the opposite. It wasn't working. So when it's not, well, wor- yeah. so when it's not working, uh, you talked about when something is working, keep doing it, that's fair enough. But when it's not working, what do you do? Well, uh, in, our, in the system that we play, um, you know, Quite often people play patterns, but we, we play something a little different in the sense that we might have a pattern, but in that there's a bunch of decision-making that we feel is, is it's a pretty good style that if something isn't working, they can't defend us everywhere. So mm. it comes down to that decision-making and playing what's in front of you that if they're shutting one thing down, well, something else should open up. You know, When we played Old Blue, they absolutely shut down our backs. Our backs went nowhere. But that means that they weren't defending somewhere else, and our forwards just, you know, went right through that 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 uh, that C channel, that that you know that uh, third defender from the ruck, and just mm. ate them up and worked the blind, and and again, those are just things we read on the day. So it can become a bit tricky because if you have too much of a pattern, then your players go, well, we were trying to do what we could do, but you need to have options in your patterns and your system, and we do, and and. And uh, it all comes down to those key people and, and the the young, experienced players we have making those decisions. What about you, Mike? How would you describe your play? Different than... Yeah, well, obviously different. Yeah, I mean, we have uh, a style of play, you know. Obviously, uh, we're a little more patterned in the way we play. But uh, one of the things that we feel we have this year, uh, some of the personnel we have, we're able to change the game if we need to. Uh, that hasn't always been the case in the past where we could we could switch on to a reliable plan B. But, uh, we, you know, we think we have some players in, in position, some tactical players who we could use for different style of game if we need to. So, you know, we, we, we've talked about our, uh, our need to be able to change if necessary. But, you know, you, you want to stick with it for a while. Um, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out the first few times and you just change a little thing here or there before totally abandoning ship. But you know, we, we, we don't think that, uh, and even if, you know, Golden Gate is playing us pretty tough, which we expect, uh, it doesn't mean you have to abandon the ship. But if, if things really go south, then that's when you got to really look to, uh, to turn, to change tactics. And the key is you can't, you can't wait too long to do it. So it's recognizing, hey, we got to change now, um, or this thing can really go pear shaped. So, but, uh, you know, we like the personnel that we have and the ability, if we need to, to be able to do that. Well, just like the uh, Super 14 final, the Bulls taking on the Stormers. We have the top two teams, in reality, playing each other in the Super League. So, Paul Keeler, very best of luck. Thanks for joining us. And uh, hopefully we can catch up with you, with you post-grand final. Uh, thanks for having me again. And uh, I look forward to seeing you on the weekend, Mike. And, Mike, thank you. Um, we haven't had Bruce on for a while, but you've carried the can carried the torch brilliantly tonight uh, congratulations <laughs> on getting to the final and good luck on the weekend yeah thank you for having me again uh thanks for the, for the wishes uh i don't know if i can measure up to bruce's entertainment value 
But um, Paul, good luck. Good luck to you. I'm sure it'll be a barn burner, and uh, I think it's a good way to end the uh, the Super League season in 2010. All right, we Absolutely. might we might leave that judgment to Eddie O'Sullivan. Sorry, Paul, were you going to jump in? <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just going to say absolutely, and uh, I hope, uh, you know, Bruce's mom as well, and I hope he can make it out because uh, it's always entertaining when Bruce is around. <laughs> it sure is. Bruce, we miss you, but we'll hopefully have you on next week. So can't wait. Good luck, guys. Uh, can't wait to um, see all the action, and I'm looking forward to seeing it online. That's it, our grand final preview, our final preview for the Super League 2010 Good luck to both of our teams, East v West. We'll speak to you next week, and we'll chat to the winner.